Hi, it's Jeff, host of the podcast. My latest author interview will be up in just one moment. I'm not going to ask you to buy anything. I'm not going to ask you to go and review the podcast. What I am going to do is take just one brief moment and ask you to recommend the podcast to just one friend. If you're a writer or if you're someone who just loves books and you love this podcast and the interviews that I do, all that I ask is that you recommend the podcast to just one friend. Thanks a lot. Welcome back to the Reading and Writing Podcast. My guest today is Faith Snowden, author of the new novel, A Killing Rain, the second installment in her Killing Fire series. Unnerving Magazine wrote about the first book in the series. Full-bodied and dynamic characters carry this one along a mystery, tying a brutal past with a bloody present that will keep you guessing right up to the finale. Faye, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, if someone listening hasn't yet heard about your novel, A Killing Rain, how would you describe the novel? Um, I would describe it as a former homicide detective whose dad happened to be a serial killer. He has since passed on, um, trying to find her own way in the world and a new way aside from police work without having to constantly make up for what that's done. And I'm curious, do you remember the original idea or impetus that led you to write a killing rain? Yes, I did. It was it was a couple of things. Um the first is it's a sequel, right, to a killing fire. Um and so the the protagonist Raven Burns is Um, She's a really flawed character. Um, And so she um, is trying, like I said, to find her own way in the world. And at the end of each book, there's going to be four books in the series. She's going to make a decision that's going to lead her down the path of being like her dad was. Or lead her down a path to being a responsible, happy, contributing member of society. So at the end of this one... um, what inspired me to write A Killing Rain was to kind of carry on Raven's kind of, you know, quest on trying to find out who she was. And um, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think of how the subject matter came up or what interested me about about the subject, you know, the serial killer in this book. Um, but I'm always really, and it's um, without being too spoilerish. I'm interested in how families interact with each other. And I think that was a lot of uh, uh, the the compulsion behind how to write the subject matter. Sure. Well, I'm curious, what was your initial writing journey that led you to write and get your first stories and your debut novel published? Oh, my goodness. Now, my debut novel was published years ago in 1999. Mm -hmm. So there I go dating myself. Um, But my... Original, I've always written ever since I was like 15, 14 years old. I know some writers say, I've written since I was four years old. Well, that wasn't me. Mine came a little later. And, you know, I grew up in uh, Streetport, Louisiana. And, you know, not a, we were really poor, not a you know, great home life. And so I escaped a lot into books, TV, uh, you know, and that was my escape. And I didn't see a lot of people on TV like me. So I started to 
make up um, make up stories in my head where you know uh, people like me played starring roles, right? And so that was one reason. That's how I started imagining stories. And the other thing is, I've always come from a. I mean, I always sleep, but I, I've come from a family of writers. Um, my dad was a writer. He poet uh, on side, of course, and my uh, great aunt Ruby was a writer. Um, then I had uh, people that had been screenwriters, things like that. So I, I, it was kind of there in our blood a little bit. Um, so it was kind of a natural progression for me to continue that journey. Sure. Well, I know this is a, a very broad topic, but uh, I was curious about your thoughts about diversity in crime fiction. We're starting to see more diverse authors, but it's definitely not there yet in terms of reflecting uh, the diversity of America and the world at large. I'm curious what your thoughts are about that. Yeah, and I actually read an article for Writer's Digest about this, uh, about diversity in crime fiction. I think it's extremely important to have different stories from different perspectives out there because the stories that we tell each other uh, shape our society. So if you don't have a lot of uh, a diverse body of literature, then you are um, not only telling, quote-unquote, for lack of a better term right now, telling lies about your society because you're erasing you know, groups of people and different voices, you're also like uh, policy, right? I mean, if uh, our literature and our fiction and our genre fiction shapes policies in this country. And I know people don't like to think about that, but just think about Upton Sinclair's uh, The Jump, right, about the meatpacking industry and all of the, uh, I think the FDA, that was the reason that they came about. And then you had a lot of uh, policies from the Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson administration um, and during his administration, we had like the birth. And I'm just giving you some examples. Sure. They had, like, the, the birth of a nation, right? And he had a lot of racist um, policies and he loved that movie. I mean, somebody said, he said that was like history written with lightning. Well, that was a, that was fiction, right? And then um, you also had like the slave narratives, which were, were not fiction. Um, they're all based on true stories. And then you also had uh, Tom's Cabin, you had Richard Wright. And then I, I just think that, Having those uh, diverse voices, like I said, not only um, holds a mirror out to society, but also uh, shapes our society, how we see ourselves, how what kind of policies we are, and that kind of stuff. And then, sure. you know what, some of it is just pure entertainment and escape, like like I did when I was a kid. Sure. And I, yeah, and then, you know, not seeing myself reflected in the country's media, um, that made me feel like, you know, did I really belong here too, right? So just that little, that kid trying to escape a, a bad situation or whatever and, and not seeing themselves reflected causes emotional trauma. So I, I think it's really, really important that we do a lot of, a lot better job at diverse, for diversity and crime fiction. Gotcha. Well, what was your writing process when you were working on A Killing Rain? Did you outline the book before you started writing or did you just dive into the narrative? How does that work for you? Um, it, it, usually what I would do is I'll write like a skeleton, uh, and then during my writing process, I'll put flesh on the bones. Mm -hmm. Like I, we have to understand the crime, who committed the crime, why they committed it, what they were like and understand my villain. Then I'll start writing the story around that. Um, but this time I was writing during the pandemic 
which was a traumatic time for the whole country, world actually. And I was lost. I mean, I would pick up a book about on the writing craft and write me down to try to write a book based on that, that method. And I put that one down, pick up another one. So this time um, I picked up Jess Lowry's book in a bag and I sat down because I had a deadline right. And I sat down and I wrote that book using that method because I just needed something to keep my head on straight, you know, and be able to write during the pandemic and write it fast. Just get it, just get it. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Well, are you working on another novel now? Yes, I am. I am. I'm starting to uh, think about. I haven't done it yet. It's all in my head. It's all in my head. I promise. <laughs> I'm. I'm working third book of this series um, in my head, but I have on paper um, a book about the Harlem Hellfighters. Um, it's a historical dual timeline um, book that I'm working on now, and uh, I was uh, lucky enough to be granted from one of the local universities here, a research assistant. So we're just starting to research and, and getting that book shaped up to get out, to get out of here. But um, in the next couple of weeks, I'll be seriously um, looking at the sequel to A Killing Rain and then putting that down, getting that, 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 the shape of that book um, ready to go. That's great. The Harlem Hellfighters book sounds good too. I just wait. You know what scares me, Jeff? <laughs> I was so, this book has been in my head for years and I always think about it. I think it was I forget who said it but somebody says ideas don't belong to you, right? You know, so the ideas will come to you and say, hey Faye, you want to 
want to hang out with me for a couple of years and write me down and, and tell my story. And then if you don't, the idea is, well, you know what, I'm just going to go over to somebody else because you're just messing around and you're never going to do it. <laughs> um, but the reason I was messing around is that it's a really painful time in our history. And it's a really traumatic time um, because the, you know, World War I soldiers, um, it, they really fought the, 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 the African American at that time really fought to get into that war. And for a long time, they were regulated to menial jobs and they would combat. And um, like they were overseas peeling potatoes and stuff. And finally the French were like, wait, wait, are you kidding me? We will take them. And um, the the French took those soldiers and they uh, more battles than almost anybody. And they uh, they, they, the 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 Sacre de Guerre, you know, they won that the the French art. There were he- stories of heroism, and um, but then they came back home and they still had to navigate that, um, the racism and you know being black in this country. But it's it, it and that makes it sound like a serious like a literary book, but I, I don't really believe in the distinction between genre fiction and liter- literary fiction. Sure. I know like, a lot of people do. I think a good story is a good story. Um, so it is going to, I'm just trying to, to to write a good story, but but that one really scares me because I'm going to do it justice, but I need to kind of do my own therapy here. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I need to get rid of that, right? And not think yeah. about it, just concentrate on writing a dire good story. So that's yeah. what I'm going to start doing. That sounds great. Sounds great. Well, well, what writing advice would you offer for those who are working on their own stories and novels? The writing advice I would offer is you have got uh, to study the craft. Uh, and I'm not talking about going to school or, uh, or enrolling in college or getting an MFA degree. But first of all, you need to read very widely. Read everything you can get your hands on. Read add copy, read all kinds of genres, read mystery, crime, romance, read, just get, get read uh, literary fiction, well, just get just, you know, fall in love with reading. Then after you do that, or while you're doing, start looking at some craft books. There are plenty of books out there that help, help writers um, improve their craft. Start looking at those. Uh, and, uh, and then if you already have a story, um, write the best story that you know how, set it aside for a couple of weeks, and then write the best and then revise that story until it's even better. And just keep just keep going and just keep pressing forward. And also remember that this is a, a sub- very subjective business, right? So, and it's a business. And, you know, some agent may not like your writing over here but another agent may just fall in love with it, right? So, or, you know, and, and get, you know, get opinions on your writing and not just my papa, brother, sister. And then another thing is to um, build your community, you know, uh, find your find your tribe, so to speak. So, uh, you know, I, I belong to Sisters in Crime and they provide a lot of writing craft webinars, advice, you make a lot of friends there as well. So find your community and join those work writing organizations. And this is the last thing I want to say, and I know it's a, I'm talking probably too long, but it's really important that you don't conflate your writing with yourself. Right? 
I hear a lot mm-hmm. of writers say, this book is my baby. But can you imagine taking your baby and just showing it to a whole bunch of people as if it'd be cute? And showing somebody, it's cute, right? And like, somebody's going to say, no, your baby's pretty ugly. And <laughs> um, that's going to wound you to your soul. Remember that uh, you're writing. I know people feel, I have a lot to say. What I have to say is important. But yes, but it's also a product. And uh, it's a work effort. It's a work product. Just and kind of remember, it's a great. It could be a great story. It could be, but you have to treat it kind of objectively, or you're going to get really turned away fast from this business. Yeah, that's really good advice. Well, what novels have you read recently that you enjoyed? Oh my goodness! And I enjoyed so much um, the Leak of Highway. I don't know. Angmar talked. His towels, the Lincoln Highway, was really, really good. Um, a Blacktop Wasteland. I read that a couple years ago. That was really good. I love. I love it. every podcast I go on. It's going to think I'm stopping because I always say I just love his work. Um, I read that. I read. I was Rachel Hamilton Hall's a, a, a toxic. The, these toxic things is pretty good. Pretty creative and innovative um, novel. Any of the Tracy Clark's um, novel, her uh, Chicago Private Invest- Investigator series, that award-winning series uh, with Gas Reigns as the protagonist, I, I those are those are all good books like Broken Faces, um, Runner, um, and, and books like that. So I'm, I'm a lot of books. <laughs> that's great. Well, where can people find you online if they'd like to learn more about you and your novel, Killing Rain? Um, I'm online at www.facenoted.com. And then I have links to my Twitter profile there. And I mostly hang out on Twitter. Uh, I don't do a lot of stuff on Instagram, but I try and try. And I, I hang out on Facebook too. I have an author page on Facebook, but I'd rather you just um, look me up. At, I think I'm Faye underscore Snowden 9 or Facebook 9 on Facebook and just uh, join me there on my regular page because I don't much of page that's great well again we've been speaking with faith snowden author of the new novel a killing rain the second installment in her killing fire series the novel is available now so go buy a copy and faith thanks for doing this interview all right great thank you jeff like i said i appreciate all that you guys do getting fiction out there to, to the world and writing advice and stuff so that's wonderful thank you great thank you You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. 
In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.